Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McMenamin. This week, Sean and I are discussing trade shows and conferences. What to expect, and do they still have value? So, with that, let's start the show. So, Sean, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Les. Good. I'm doing fine. Um, So, this week, I thought uh, that we could talk about uh, something that you've been at all week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A technical conference. A technical conference. So, we thought about uh, talking about trade shows and conferences. Um, you know, we're not exactly sure all the different areas we want to touch on, so we're, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants here a little bit on this one. Uh, so uh, we're just kind of, kind of touch on, you know, our conference is worth it. You know, uh, is, in this day and age, is it something that, uh, you know, we should, uh, we should do? Is it still relevant? You know, um, you know, what about the different types of conferences? So, you know, I guess, Sean, why don't we start with, uh, you know, the different types of conferences because, I kind of the conferences that I've been to in the in the past has always been in in one of two categories, and I'm not necessarily sure what to call the second category. But you know, the first category is more product based, so like ASME type conferences or trade shows. Now I'm being introduced to hydraulic uh, type conferences and trade show and pneumatic uh, type information. And then the second one would be things that are more related to around your job, so leadership conferences or quality. Mm-hmm. I've been to quite a few quality conferences. Uh, back in the day, I, I went to uh, Autodesk conferences for um, software. Uh, been to conferences on uh, ERP systems, you know, with Epicor and with uh, uh, the the software we're actually implementing now. So, you know, what is your take on the the different types of conferences? I know you've been to quite a few. Uh, I've been to quite years. a few, <clears throat> and. My take on the conferences is that you really have to be proactive in getting something out of each of those types of conferences. Because they're not going to just hand something to you. No, and, and I mean, maybe, you know, if it's a, a technical conference where you're going to understand a given product, like a ERP system or something, you know, you're going to get a booklet maybe and you're going to, and you're going to um, learn something out of a book, but the, the benefit to go to one of those types of conferences is to talk to people, talk to users find out what people are doing with the product so that so that you could get some tips and tools to um, help you along in your in your use of that product so in that particular case it's actually more, it's almost closer to a training and learning scenario where you're right. trying to uh, group with people of like uh, uh, like needs as far as software goes and actually try to uh, pick up on some uh, some needs, uh, some learning tips, things like that. And that's, that is usually what I've found when I've gone to a, a software-based conference, whether it be yeah. you know, an ERP system, whether it be AutoCAD, you know, Pro-E, uh, those types of conferences. Usually they're teaching you uh, the capabilities of the software, improvements in the software, things like that, and usually um, trying to connect up with people that have the same problem as you uh, it's usually what you're doing at those conferences. It seems right. like, you know. Yeah. Now the other the other types of, of meetings, just say what do you call them, a conference or or a trade show. Uh huh. Um, those those are typically events that that one you kind of have to be at if if your if your presence is missed. 
it could say more about you know how you are in the market as opposed to spending the money and, and going there for two or three days with two or three people. Um, but you know those conferences, uh, you are in trade shows. You are you're basically displaying your wares and trying. Now you're the one trying to teach other people. Okay. So both both for a trade show and for a technical conference. The, the key area in both of those is to really do your homework ahead of time to find out what customers are going to be there. Oh, okay. So how do you go about doing that? Well, typically you would find from the previous year, the organization that you go for, to the trade show or the conference will, will um, produce a, a list of people who have come in the past. Okay. Um, typically it will be companies. If you can get the names of the people that have, that have come in the past, then – you know that's all. You know all the better. Um, what what we typically do for the biggest conference or the biggest trade show that we go to each year, Power Gen uh-huh. is is you know go out to our existing customers and see if they will be there because you know as all sales training tells you is it's easier to keep an existing co- uh, customer than to go find new customers. So you want to make sure that if your customer is there, because your competition is going to be there, you want to make sure that you are. Explaining to your your customers that you've got the products that they would need, you know, more so than any of your competition. So, in that particular case, your whole goal is that you're trying to make sure that you uh, keep a uh, forward face to the people that you sell product to, or mm-hmm. that you could potentially sell product to. Right. That's the next step: is the, the people that you haven't sold yet, yeah, and you could potentially sell to have a good showing at a at a trade show because you want to catch somebody's eye that has not bought from you in the past right so you're so that's the other part you're trying to make connections with with new customers exactly okay and 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 then you have to understand that that you are somebody else's customer so so suppliers to you will also be at that trade show and then they're going to come by and you know want to sell you what what you know they're doing and typically it's the competition of the people that you actually buy from that, that, that takes up a good bit of your time. You know, vendors selling to vendors is, is what you hear quite a bit. And that, that's, that's something that on feedback reports to the conference or the trade show that you go to um, typically gets, gets incorporated in that uh, feedback. It's vendors selling to vendors. This isn't the best use of your time. So before we move on to, to the next uh, topic, uh, there's one other area I wanted to touch on. Uh, and that is uh, what I would talk about as being uh, job-related uh, type uh, conferences. Um, and I think this is a lot like software, but those types of conferences such as you know Lean Six Sigma conferences or leadership conferences or, uh, or you know procurement uh, type conferences, it's usually a job function uh, type conference. And I think those are along the same lines as what we talked about with software, where you usually have tracks that you mm-hmm. can go down, uh, where you can actually learn about particular topics, uh, meet people of, of like mind and of, of like issues, uh, you know, um, try to network with those types of people, make connections. But I think even in those particular cases, you're, you're sometimes you are making connections that can lend itself to um, uh, selling of product, but in that case, not as much. It's know? true, not as much. But what I would like to say is that if you're managing a department that you send somebody to for yeah. those conferences, 
you you want the, the biggest bang for your buck in the cost of sending somebody, and so you need you need to have that person come back and report what they learned and, and know that know that going out because if they're out there you know on a track to learn a specific process of topics, right? Okay, you, you need to take the material and the, the knowledge of that person and bring that back and have a you know a one hour meeting and, and have that person summarize the key points of, of what they learned and what was discussed. Well, and that would be the best way to get the biggest bang for the buck is bringing that back and, and spreading the wealth, so to speak. Well, and that's the way I think we should be looking at it, especially leaders in organizations. Um, it's not just a boondoggle to send somebody. It's it's nice to travel and, and you stay in a hotel. And I don't agree. Nice meals. <laughs> What's that like? I, I don't agree. I don't well, like to travel. I like to travel. But the thing is, your company is not just sending you on a little mini vacation where you have to sit for eight hours and listen to you know, a tract of, of topics and information right. just for it to die in your brain. So, you know, take that information and then share it back with with your team. Sure. So I think, and, and managers, managers and leaders should be should be demanding it really. So I think the first thing uh, that I would like to talk touch on is is kind of the the general topic that I see floating around on the internet about you know whether trade shows and conferences are uh, you know worth it. Is the ROI there? You know, uh, and I think you mentioned it at the beginning of this. It's it's probably a lot in your approach. And how much work you put into it in the front to make sure that you're getting something out of it. Uh, but again, uh, are they worth it? And if so, you know why? Why are they worth it? And I think that one of the things you did touch on was, you know, uh, if you're not there and your and your um, competitor is, that's definitely one issue. Mm-hmm. But are there other issues as to you know whether you should or shouldn't do it? Well, you know. And it might conferences typically change over the years. There's mm-hmm. there's conferences that that we've been to over the years, and and in this past year, when business is down and and uh, the customers don't come out, yeah, it might not be worth it. It might not be worth it for you to be there. So, as I was going to say, over the in the past year, there's conferences that we decided it's going to be the last time we come to this conference. Yeah. Because it's starting to because it's starting to die down because customers yeah. aren't attending things like that. Okay, right. Because the thing is, it's it's not it's not good for the person that's going too, knowing that they have to go back and report how the conference was, and you're going to go back and you're going to say, well, you know what, really didn't talk to anybody or really didn't get anything out of it, and then if that happens a couple of years in a row, you kind of say, you know what, let's pass next year. Well, that's and that's probably not as much the case for conferences or trade shows that are software-based or job-based. Usually those are pretty innovative because their whole goal is that they're trying to stay uh, out on the bleeding edge of information and knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, So usually uh, if you pick the right ones, you're getting some good – you're usually getting some good information there. I think that your point uh, a second ago was more towards conferences that are uh, customer-based, such as, you know – uh, power gen or ASME or you know hydraulics and pneumatics or you know whatever those <laughs> conferences aerospace yeah. those are very exciting things that people want to spend days at I'm telling you I'm telling you it's uh you know I've been to some conferences where at the you know the end of the day I'm just like my head is in my lap and you know I'm about dying you know from sit being there for eight hours you know okay. uh, but then I've been to other conferences where I've been at the edge of my seat just soaking up you know, tons of information that, you know, 
I've enjoyed bringing back and, like you said, sharing with people. So I've been at both ends of the spectrum, and uh, uh, I think that uh, you're right, doing some legwork and making sure that uh, um, you know, you're at the right ones that will actually pay dividends is very important. Right, and keeping track uh, year over year, it's kind of nice to have a marketing person that that keeps track of what conferences people people in your organization are at, and then and then those summaries so that you know even during strategy sessions, you know that 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 should be a topic when you're talking about your sales strategy and your marketing strategy. Okay, well, what's what's the the report on conferences for the last year? What does the trend look like? Um, who is going? Who, who who are the people that are going to these conferences? Right. Um, because if you're sending your your most junior person to a conference, does that person know enough to pull the right information from the conference in order to share it then with the rest of the with the rest of the group? So now, what about uh, presenting or having a booth at a conference? Well, <clears throat> which is a huge yeah, investment. That is a huge investment, um, especially a booth presenting. Presenting is is very good. It, it puts your company and your person, you know, the person that's that's there out in front of everyone. So right. name recognition. You know, if the topic is something that gets the attention of the people sitting in that conference, which it should. I mean, you wouldn't want to win there with a boring topic <laughs> or an Sometimes off topic. They happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, then it really does strike up a lot of conversation after the fact. Right. After the fact, I gave, actually I gave a talk at this last conference that I was at, and uh, the questions that came afterwards and the interest from the people was well worth being at the conference. So, and those and those all create triggers that you mm-hmm. can then turn into marketing leads and exactly. and things like that. So, yeah, if you're doing, especially if you're doing something with the information afterwards, it can be hugely beneficial. Oh, and I and I have to. It's 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 something that that should naturally occur with with people that have. <clears throat> excuse me. A sales function is that the business cards that they got with the, with the uh, the topic that they discussed with that person should be jotted down and then follow up should happen because the person if they were interested you know last Wednesday they're going to be interested next week and you better follow up otherwise they'll find somebody else right to get their answers from. So what about a booth? Booths. Um, you know, the best thing about a booth is if you've got some new product a new way of doing things, something that will catch somebody's attention to bring them in. Right. Um, typically, standing in a booth, which is which is a beating in itself, for sure. Yes, it and, is. It's difficult. Okay, and then maybe that's... Maybe it takes a special that, person to do that. <laughs> and, that's, and, and, you know, you're sitting talking to people. Eight hours a day is nothing. Ten, ten to 14 hours a day, and then, you know, having to entertain, you know, People think, oh, well, that's that's a shame. You know, you gotta you got to go out to dinner and things like that. Well, after 14 hours of, of talking your spiel... And answering questions, and then and then you know taking clients out uh, at the end of the day makes it for can, a long trip. Well, it can make for mind numbing. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, typically the conversation because you're 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 excited about what you do. Yeah, I sure. Mean, that, those are the, those are the people that should be at your trade show and standing in your booth. So you're excited. You're happy to talk about it. You're yeah. happy to find out what the problems are that a potential customer might have, so that you can provide the solution. So, so it's that type of thinking that really drives the conversation, drives you know how you get to the answer for the person that might have a problem that just stopped and chatted with you. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I'm starting to see uh, more and more of, and I don't think it's quite taken hold yet, uh, but there's a lot of discussion and there's a start of a lot of, of scenarios 
uh, where they're trying to create trade shows that are more digital and virtual, um, which I, I, compa- I compare this to the discussion. And, of course, one of them has started to uh, lose out. But the, the difference between reading a book with a paper and, and a hard book as opposed to a digital book you know, mm-hmm. on on a computer or something like that. You know, there's there's the discussion of well, I just like the paper in my hand. You know, I want to read a book. You know, as opposed to an electronic book. Uh, there is there is a scenario where uh, they're getting starting to get into these digital and virtual uh, conferences. Uh, does that lose some of the human factor? And obviously, it does. But is that a problem? You know, does will that take hold? Do you think? You know, I can, you can never say never, but I, I find it, I find it, um, impersonal, falling short, definitely imp- impersonal, but I, I would have to imagine it falls short of that, that, that person to person contact in order, in order to provide that level of comfort mm-hmm. because even no matter what, no matter what a customer needs, there's going to be competition. I mean, it's just a basic you go to business school and you understand that if, if there's a need, there's a comp- there's competition until that until um, you know the price goes down so low that you know people fall off. They can't they can't compete at that low that low cost. So if there's competition on everything that that is needed out there, okay, what then is the reason for somebody to go with you versus the next guy? So going going with you, what you want to do is present the people that that can provide the the assurance that you're going to get it done. You've got me to look in the eye and say, "Hey, this is what I need from you, and this is what I expect." And that person says, "Yes, I will deliver." And 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 it is unfortunate. And people talk about you know the youth of this world these days, and nobody's got accountability, and everybody's um, just playing Pokemon now. Um, <laughs> but but it, it, it doesn't. I'm surprised doesn't Jake matter. didn't laugh behind me. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter that uh, that. You know all those things. You, you you must realize that that people are people, and they and when they say that they will do something, they will do their best to do it. Sure, in, for the most part. Right. Right. Yeah. And I and I think that uh, I think that the, the virtual and digital uh, concepts have a place in a few areas, but as far as especially on the the sales side, I think you start to lose. Uh, some of that human contact that's needed to make sure you're, you know, you're attaining uh, customer uh, expectations and that you're presenting things that customers can grab hold of and understand and then do something with. Uh, I think that, you know, on a couple of the other types where you're talking about either software and or a um, uh, job function, you know, like quality or something like that. You could do some of that virtually, uh, but I don't think you could do it as long uh, as some of these conferences are. You couldn't okay. do that for a week. You could maybe do it for a couple hours uh, mm-hmm. watching it on a computer, but after a while, you'd probably be, you know, falling over and you know bored because you're not interacting. You know, so yeah, that would. I mean, now that now that uh, you know, I've given it a little more thought. I mean, think about it this way: if you had a, if you had a conference, you know, in whatever industry you're in, but it was it was treated like a TED talk. Yeah, that might be that might be uh, pretty interesting. I mean, I can't imagine yet more than one day. But the but, but the secret to TED talks is they're short. Yes, they're very poignant and they're short. Yeah. 
And right. that's what so, makes them so valuable. Well, I mean, so if you if you really wanted to have a conference to get to get a list of, of topics across to the industry that you participate in, uh-huh. I mean, that, that might be interesting. Now, training, there's there's no doubt. I love I love online training and, and webinars. Oh, sure. Those those are very effective. There's no reason to travel anywhere for for a webinar to to be trained. So, yeah, is there is there a time and might there be a time for for virtual conferences? Like I said, I wouldn't say never. And even in, in the 15, well, not even, in the probably five minutes that we've been talking about this topic, I might have even changed my mind that something like a TED Talk as a conference might be might be worthwhile. Yeah, that's interesting. It'll, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how that progresses, you know, like anything else that is, is web-based and computer-based. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that comes along. I have started seeing more and more free uh, training uh, mm-hmm. Like on quality topics, let's say from ASQ and stuff like that, uh, where they actually issue out a, a, a free training. And, of course, they're probably along with it presenting something else to kind of lead you in as a customer and things like that. But, uh, you know, that is becoming more and more prevalent uh, as they think of, you know, more and interesting topics to pull people in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't think it's worthwhile topic. Yeah. So um, I think that in, in, in summary um, – We'll, uh, I think that we ought to kind of choose here, you know, as to, you know, whether we think trade shows are valuable and, and whether they're, they're good to go to. And I think that uh, for myself, I think that uh, uh, you definitely have to be uh, specific on trade shows that are job and software based and make sure that uh, it's something that will lend value to you and your team. Um, because they cost, they usually cost quite a bit of money. I think as far as you know, product-based or industry-based uh, conferences, I think that you've got to be uh, very specific about what you focus on there, but you've got to do those to make sure that you're staying relevant in your industry. That would be my summary. That, you know, that is a good, that is a good summary. The only, the only um, thing that I would add is what we talk about is what we talk about all the time yeah. and that is and that is planning yes planning and being prepared so yeah. so just like anything else you're going to do you need to plan for your activity yeah i would agree i would agree mm-hmm. um why don't we go ahead and uh wrap this one up right here uh this was uh this was a good topic it was a a good on the fly topic i i enjoyed this one so uh i hope everyone else does and we will see you all next week I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man vs. Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit Sigmatree.co to see our other podcasts, our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week.